Welcome. I'm Lauren Rosen, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Kelly Frankie, licensed marriage and family therapist. And this is Purely OCD. Kelly and I are OCD specialists who happen to also be in recovery from OCD ourselves. Each week we meet to talk about all things OCD, one topic at a time. You may notice we try to bring a little levity and humor to our discussion around this deeply painful disorder, as this has been a very powerful tool for our own recovery as well as our clients. We tend to cover obsessions, compulsions, and exposures. There's also a Q&A at the end. If you would like, you can join us in the future. We meet on Mondays at 12.30 Pacific time on Instagram Live. And if you do find this podcast helpful, please leave us a review so we can gain more visibility to reach more people like yourself and help spread awareness of what it's like to live with OCD. Quick reminder, this is not intended as therapy or as a replacement for therapy. This is for educational purposes only. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. So we're here today to talk to you about OCD and social media, which is today's topic and um, not to, to, sorry, did I interrupt you? No, was I? <laughs> okay. So we're here to talk to you today about OCD and social media. And the, the interesting thing is it can, there are a lot of different topics to address here because it can impact, they can interact in a lot of different ways, right? OCD or Instagram can be a trigger for some people. It can also be a place for excessive reassurance seeking, but on the other side, it it can be this incredible resource and community. So talking about all of these different dimensions seems particularly important so that we use this platform wisely. I made a list actually, because I, love I feel plan. like there's so many aspects we have to address the good, the bad, and the ugly. What, so, so, yeah. So where do we want to start? Let's go off of your list. I love this. Well, of course I started with the bad. <laughs> naturally negativity bias. Okay. Naturally. Um, which is the compulsive aspect, the reassurance seeking, right? Like asking lots of questions to others, to therapists, to advocates you know, is this OCD? What do you think about this? Or looking to make sure that your subtype of OCD is there. Because if it's not, and it's not stated perfectly, then that means it's not OCD. Right. That's the fear anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which just to dispel that myth briefly, though, obviously, there, there are only as many subtypes as there are humans on this planet and right. brains that host them. Hashtag taste the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Which is what we call the fact that Kelly coined that, but this idea (laughs) that like Skittles, like you're going to taste all of the different subtypes Mm -hmm. that that you care to at some point or that you don't care to. (laughs) Yeah, or that you don't care to. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's rarely fits into one because there's no box to put them in. It's true. Is it inappropriate for me to drink out of my coffee mug, seeing as it says this on it? I can't, can't it's, read it because it's, it's backwards. backwards. Well, yeah. then I won't tell you what it says. But I think it has the F-bomb. It does. It, ha- it has the F-bomb. It's fine. No, fucking A, man. <laughs> fucking A. Sorry. So sorry. what do we do? No, no sorries. So what do we do about the fact that it it can be this sort of 
Mecca for seeking reassurance. Like one thing I want to add to that too, is that if you find yourself saving posts so that you can reread and reread and reread to make sure that you have OCD or that, that it really is OCD. That's another way that it could become compulsive, not just seeking reassurance, but sort of reassuring yourself with the content, much like we might with a Google search. Um, Oh, good old Google. Good old Google. Yeah. (laughs) So what do we do about it? (laughs) We don't do it. (laughs) That's, that's accurate. We don't do it, but okay. But here's the thing, right? Like writing the line, because I think that it can be helpful uh, to save certain content to reflect Mm -hmm. back on. That's not as though it's black or white here, but, but in terms of delineating, one of the things that I can think of, and we, we sort of talked about this recently in, uh, in our IOCDF conference talk on actually on, uh, differentiating between, uh, doing things that you love or that you enjoy that are hobbies or general interests versus getting caught up in compulsions. And, one of the things that we talked about is the sense of urgency that people feel. Right. So it's like, you know, a lot of us just to go, hold on, let me, let me side back step here. Side step. Okay. Side just, to, just to clarify though, is that a lot of people who have OCD, they identify with it, right? Like this is like, I'm somebody who lives with OCD. And if we see that a lot in advocate work, right. Is like, that's part of who they are. So when Lauren's talking about differentiating between something that's truly compulsive or like there's an obsession involved versus something that we actually really are passionate about and care about is it's not uncommon to see something like this where people are feeling connected to the community or they want to educate, but that surely we can still get hooked in. And then Lauren, I'm going to hand you the baton. Here it is. Okay on so, what, what it would look like. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually really appreciate the, the clarification, obviously. Duh. Um, yep. So I, I think the, the things that we want to be mindful of are ways in which the desire to behave in a compulsive, in what could be a compulsive manner. Like what's, what are the giveaways that would suggest that we might be getting caught up and compulsions. And I I do think one of the key signs is that sense of urgency. Like I've got Mm -hmm. to do this now. So if you're thinking, oh, you know, I'd like to look back and reflect on that post that I read the other day, that was really helpful. And maybe it could help to shift my mindset. doesn't sound particularly compulsive. If however, it's like, oh my gosh, I've got to read that right now. I've got to read it right now. And I've got to read it because it's going to alleviate my anxiety about whether or not I have OCD. It's another component, right? It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's specifically focused on trying to alleviate negative feelings. That might be a sort of like a warning. Yeah. (laughs) Warning, warning, warning. (laughs) compulsions. Cuidado. (laughs) Is that how you say that? Oh my gosh. In Espanol, okay. si. No, I didn't know that. I've read that. But I well, it means caution. <laughs> yes, I got that. <laughs> you know, like the slip signs in the bathroom. Anyways, sorry guys. I'm uh, derailing Cuidado. us. Cuidado. Cuidado. So, 
moving on to that is saying, yeah, that's that's a red flag. Maybe we should consider pausing a little bit. You don't have to delete your account because we do trust that you can have triggers and not engage with them compulsively. But to say, okay, I'm going to delay that a little bit and, and read it tomorrow or in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Or not read it at all. Right. And I think or that that's, never read it. Yeah. that's the thing is ultimately recognizing that it's a lot of, a lot of the obsessions related to treatment, which for those of you who are new to us, we have a whole, ep- two episodes actually about this, mm-hmm. get caught up in the fears or the, the challenges that we see with social media and OCD. Um, so if you are wanting to make sure that you have OCD. That's one thing that does happen to come up a fair amount. Um, and that if you want to check immediately, then maybe taking pause. If, if, but if that sense of obligation is there, like I have to do it. It's a, and, and there's no urgent signs around that would actually indicate that you have to do anything. That's something that you probably want to be suspicious of and maybe take a giant step back. Yeah. Um, anything else in the compulsive reassurance confessing? Oh, if you have questions, please put them in the question box. Um, please, because then we can formally answer them and cause it's hard to track track them. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Anything Well, ultimately too, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but if you get stuck trying to figure out whether or not you're doing some, something compulsively, just make a choice. There's no, don't, that's another trap. (laughs) Move quick. (laughs) Move quick. Just like, just go. "Mm, Oh, it seems compulsive. I'm not going to do it. Or yeah. Just go flip, flip the coin. Yeah. It's actually, by the time you get the coin out, I feel like you've spent too much time. So just pick one. Yeah. It's not worth a coin. Boom. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Roll the dice. Okay. So what's the next? Um, I said community slash shame. Yeah. Well, so, I, I passed the baton to Popcorn Kelly. <laughs> I have the koosh ball. Okay. You do. So, I mean, this is also a big thing that we had talked about, which was in the other record that we did which was the taboo type topic and that a lot of people don't uh talk about the content of OCD they think it's hand washing right and keeping things tidy and that's not necessarily what we deal with every day Mm -hmm. um and so with that comes a lot of shame when we're talking about things like pedophilia themed OCD harm OCD there's going to be a lot of shame around that. People aren't talking about that with other people. Now, when you join a community on social media where all these people are like, hey, this is this is what I live with. All of a sudden, boom, we feel better. Yeah. So to me, that's not compulsive. And I think no one would agree with that. And that is more in line with keeping with our values, being having good, healthy mental hygiene. And saying, I am going to be really vulnerable at your pace, right? I think social media is actually a great titrating 
uh, vulnerability scale. I don't know if the right word. I scaling. agree with that. Yeah, that's a good one. I like, yeah, the way you, you can, put it. You can create false accounts. You can just read people, right? Like read their stories. You don't have to comment and be vulnerable. And whether you build up to the point where you do want to be vulnerable and share, that's up to you. There's no, but there is a huge space here to feel safe. And to be educated and realize, oh, I'm not alone in all of this. Totally. Absolutely. That anonymity piece is really wonderful, I think, Mm -hmm. because especially if you're new to the community, right? It's, it can be scary. You know, I get messages sometimes where it's like, please don't share this with anyone, but you know, thanks for what you post. And, and of course I wouldn't. Um, But I, yeah, I think it, the titration and the, the, the cool thing is then you also have a realm in which you can advocate for others, which is so often such an important part of recovery. I know it has been for both of ours to recognize, oh, wait, there's purpose in the pain that we've experienced or there can be. Um, not that everyone's going to want to do that or that that's going to be right for everyone, but that if that's something that speaks to you, there's also this opportunity here to connect and to speak about your own experience and to allow that to support others. Yep, exactly. In fact, I assign it sometimes as their homework, my client's homework. I like it. Yeah. Especially if shame's heavy. There's The shame is strong with this one. <laughs> So much no. shame. No. Yeah. Because if we don't address it, we actually are doing a huge disfavor to our clients, I think. Um, the shame piece. The shame piece. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to even move past it, quite honestly, without getting vulnerable and normalizing it. And so much of it, it's like we get stuck in shame so much that it, it undermines exposures. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of the benefits that we have not that we're always going to disclose as therapists, right? But because of our own lived experience, I think there's the opportunity to say like, oh, I've had crazy thoughts too. Yeah. Why do I keep using the crazy word? I feel like that, that I, I'm not saying. Because you know you've I mean? okayed it, like Kevin wild. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you know, like sort of these these thoughts that are wild mm-hmm. or taboo and, and, and just being like, yeah, oh, well, I've heard worse. You got worse? I'm ready. <laughs> like, Yeah, the things these walls in this therapy room have heard. And granted, that's all all therapists who do this kind of work. But, um, but yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Check. Check, okay. What else we got? Um, use as an exposure. Ooh, I love this one. Yes. You want to take it? Cause I just took that one. Sure. Baton. I'll, I'll, Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank no you problem. for the baton. No problem. Um, I, so depending on your subtype, this comes up a lot, I think with relationship OCD, with sexual orientation, OCD, um, and it can come up with really any subtype, but social media tends to be really triggering because people present the best of themselves on social media. I mean, unless you're me (laughs) and then you just just talk openly about your mental health challenges as well as, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, 
but I, I think that the tendency to compare is so loud or the desire to compare is so loud yeah. that, that it's a great place to have people sort of like look at pictures of happy couples and, oh, yep, I'm in, I'm in the wrong relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to, mm, and then just breathe into that mother and uh, <laughs> <laughs> feel the floor drop. Feel it. Feel it so, so hard. So, yeah, I think just using it as a way to expose yourself to all all sorts of things that you might be avoiding. I, I think for people with trans obsessions or like, I should say gender identity obsessions, because it's not just for cisgender people who think they are worried that they might secretly be trans or non-binary, but the reverse as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, you know, looking at people who are, uh, you know, identified as a gender that's that you're you know concerned that you might secretly be and not be authentic be be being authentic mm-hmm. about you know what i mean so mm-hmm. yeah i think there's there's such a plethora of material Ooh. to look at <laughs> i do like that i do oh. have an, that's <laughs> also taste the rainbowish mhm 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 exactly there's just so much in the world of social media and because of that tendency to compare and how compulsive that can be, it's a really great opportunity to notice that, that draw to compare and to be like, Oh yeah, I don't know, maybe, and move on with Mm -hmm. your day. Right. Exactly. Um, you could do exposures too, where, well, I'm like, for example, some people on this live might be feeling really triggered. So, you know, we might use social media as a platform to say like, okay, instead of avoiding uh, Lauren and Kelly because they're super aggressive about everything they talk about. True. <laughs> we want you to go and watch that existential uh, podcast and yeah. uh, listen to uh, the OCD stories where somebody talks about their existential form of OCD or their mental health obsession. So yes, it can be done in a plethora of ways. That's right. That's right. Um, Plethora of op of, no, that's already. Okay. Anyways, Um, moving on. Moving on. Do we have other, other Uh, ideas? I think those were the ones that I had sort of brought up as potentials, but you may have come up with others. No, I think that that was pretty much it. I did start when I said checking to see, and then that was it. So it's under, I'm sure we covered it under compulsive. Yeah. So yeah. that being said, is there anything else that anyone would like to ask or that you think we uh, need to talk about? Well, it seems like we have questions. All right. All at least. And I know we got some before, some were more general. Um, but I think there were some that were more specifically, um, uh, about this question. Oh, um, I was ahead. also going to say, you know, like on the week weekend, Saturday, when we did our walk. Yes. And we did it live. Yes. 
that was also great social media wise and OCD, right? Is we're spreading awareness while walking in public, wearing mm-hmm. our loud and proud shirts. And so, <laughs> talking about OCD content, Lauren, by the way, was trying to flag people down. I wanted to, but that's aggressive. And I appreciate her doing that. I am not a good person and I have social anxiety severely. And I was not ready to conquer it. So she respected <laughs> that. I did. I, w- I was respecting the fact that that's graduated exposure and response <laughs> prevention and that that that's not mine to force you into. Like I would never force a client to do an exposure. I would yeah. obviously never force you to do one either. That being said, I do think it's a great idea at some point to just be like, have you heard of OCP? <laughs> have you heard the news? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Have a seat. Let me just tell you about this thing called OCD. Actually, it's real. We could make flyers and hand them out because I feel like the conversation is so exhausting. And also, I, I feel like, flyers. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or is that me trying to be composed? No, 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 no. I like it. I like it. Well, it's it, but it's a step, right? I feel like that would be a good exposure for you. We could also just like, I, I think there, we could do something like, like, uh, sort of <laughs> capitalized, sorry, capitalize on the fact that uh, there's that phrase, like, I'm so OCD and have shirts made that say I'm so OCD and so, so that we get people's attention and then we can explain that we're actually not. I mean, well, here's the thing. You can't be so OCD because it doesn't make sense grammatically. But we could say, but we have OCD and this is what it really is. We're going to come up with something, guys. It's going to be super catchy. Yeah. Anyways, let's answer questions. Let's answer questions. Oh, I actually just thought of one thing that I want to say and then questions. So the other thing is that you can use social media to support each other as well. So making connections, yes, there's this element of general community, but making connections and holding each other accountable, right? for exposure work, uh, checking in, bookending it. That's another way to, to use social media in recovery, right? Like that's certainly something that I do with Kelly. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think I just, uh, texted her the other day. I was like, by the way, I'm dropping this, like just letting, just <laughs> letting you know that I will not be ruminating about this anymore. The end. Thank the you. End. You know, and it's, it's just not, not that obviously I need to tell Kelly that, but it's a good way for me to sort of just be accountable to the fact that I don't want to be doing compulsions, you know? And so having sort of a buddy who you can check in with and, and, you know, support each other around like, and, and oftentimes Kelly and, or I will say like, you're crushing this. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a badass warrior because mm-hmm. we all are, all of mm-hmm. you here, everyone who struggles with OCD and who decides not to do compulsions is a badass warrior. So, right. Anyway, right. just an idea. Savage beast mode, beast mode, beast mode. Okay. Questions. I also ask, do you want reassurance here or do you want, that's true. Do you want the good shit or <laughs> do you want a reframe? <laughs> Or do you want an exposure? Or do you just want an exposure? Or do you want to, like, just (laughs) 
I don't know, want me to tell you how to help, like help yourself through it, even though you already know. Is my brain working properly today? (laughs) I feel like, am I in like slow motion? (laughs) I don't know. It's been a long weekend. That walk really, we, we did a a million steps. guys. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't, but okay. But a quick side note. And then I swear we'll answer questions. Um, Well, but okay. So here's the thing. Somebody said, wish I had someone to check in with. Well, that's the thing. You have a community of people here. You can connect with one another, right? Like this is, there's messaging and there's, there's discussion. So I get that like not everyone happens to know a OCD specialist who also has OCD, who also happens to be their best friend, (laughs) but like, but there are other people who you can talk to and that you can connect with. Um, that, and that's what, one of the things that this is, this is beautiful. This mm-hmm. community is beautiful for, um, but the thing that I realized about the million steps for OCD, we decided, we realized that I think Kevin did the math. It's 500 miles, which gave me a whole new level of appreciation for the song by the proclaimers, which I didn't realize <laughs> until after the fact. God, it's such a good song. It was. I wanted it to be my first dance song at my wedding, but I got vetoed anyway. Anyway, I think I I talked to uh, dance about this song. It's a really good song. Mm -hmm. So, um, so people, so, so somebody was saying that they get thoughts that perhaps they've cyber bullied someone and, I need to apologize after Ooh. normal conversations, OCD. And just a reminder, we can't give Typical. direct advice on here. However, is it possible for your anxiety to sort of knock on the door and be like, you just cyber bullied them. You're such an asshole. I know. And Go then, back and reread it. Yep. You should make sure and reread what they said to make sure they don't think that you cyber bullied them as if, as if you could do that. Right. As if you could make sure what somebody else is thinking and feeling or something through reading their messages over and over again. Right. So, yes, not surprising that OCD would attack this at all. It's an easy grab, easy grab. But I would talk to your therapist about yeah. about the specifics of it because obviously we can't tell you based on that whether or not you have OCD yeah. or whether or not it is OCD. It's because yeah. something can't. It's but can it be a worry thought that's not related or not really based in reality? Absolutely. Like and and maybe looking at our episode on harm because I think there and we have one on emotional harm actually. So you know. Yeah looking at, at that stuff, like this fear of, oh, I've said something or done something that's going to hurt somebody or offend somebody. It might be under the moral stuff too, the moral type yeah. of the responsibility, but anyways. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let me come up with another question here. What if you have a fear over something you like becoming compulsive? Well, I think we kind of addressed this to some degree. Um, do you? Do you have yes. any? I would just say also if you're attending the conference, we have a whole 45-minute presentation on this. Mm-hmm. As well as a Q&A uh, yeah. afterward. And the, the short answer is there are telltale signs. We've talked about some of them today. And you can't, 
the the fear that somebody something might become compulsive ultimately you have to accept that who knows it might be yeah yeah it might be um and move on with your life there's a lot of moving on with your life when it comes to OCD. <laughs> yeah, um, there sure is. Let's see. There was another. Is there a connection? I don't know that I have an answer to this. Let's see. Is there a connection between OCD and the frequency the person uses social media? Mm, I don't know. I think that some certainly somebody who has OCD and lives with it um, is going to be at risk of obsessing and then in turn compulsing more than any, right? More than the average person. Sure. Yeah. But, but I don't know if social media, it depends on your flavor, you know? It does. I don't yeah. know. Mine's ever attached to it. So. Yeah. No, I'm with you. No, it's a good point. I, I, and I don't, I don't think to my knowledge, there's any actual connection though, between having OCD and then Mm -hmm. using social media more frequently. Um, that's anxious maybe. (laughs) Well, which is like 90% of the population. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. (laughs) Everyone on social media is actually super anxious because they're not, you know, yeah, they're living in this world that we live in. Yeah. Most, because most people are anxious. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, we don't to some lesser or greater extent anyway. Um, I think most of the questions that I am seeing are not specific to this. Um, but I, do we have time to, to answer any more general ones or, um, or do we need to call it? We might need to call it because I'm alone with my monster slash amazing child today. Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah. Well, so and I have work to get done before then. Is my point of the yes, conversation? Yes, I totally understand, and likewise. So, and you know, I did see, and obviously, again, we're not, we can't act in our capacity as therapists on here, but obviously like we catch bits and pieces of, of the thread and it looks like, you know, somebody has been struggling, which is not uncommon, right? Like this happens for, for everyone with, with OCD anxiety and generally. Um, but if you are struggling to the degree where you're worried about your personal safety, uh, I would, ask that you please see our, one of our profiles. We both have crisis resources. Uh, my website does too. Um, so while we can't really, there's not, we're not crisis help providers that, that there are, there's so much support out there and there is so much support in this community. There's so many resources. Um, and, and as we've been talking about, IOCDF has their conference coming up in, a couple of weeks really. So, uh, there's lots of information there and opportunities to connect. So, and lots of support groups, um, the game changers with yep. Christy Hodges and yeah, there's just so oh, yeah, many and OCD peers, right? And OCD like the, peers, yeah. the, which is also Chrissy and, um, some other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 
So please don't, don't leave here thinking that there's not support because there's so much support. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being here, you guys. And, uh, and showing up and, and letting us talk about this stuff with you. Yes. We will see you on the flip side next Monday. Yep. Deal. Goodbye. Adios. Thanks for joining us. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended as a replacement for therapy. If you need further support, we encourage you to seek treatment with a registered professional who specializes in OCD. If you have a moment, we'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to leave us any feedback by reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. You can find past episodes on our website at purelyocd.com. Remember, this podcast is for you, so please let us know what you would like to hear. We want to make our message as helpful as it can be. We hope you will join us in the future as we continue our discussion on all things OCD.